Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Stephen Thompson. I'm here with NPR Music contributor Nate Chenen. Hey, Stephen. Writer and host of Serious Rap Shit and Culture Cypher Radio, John Morrison. Hey, what's up, Stephen? And also the music director and director of content at Vocalo Radio 91 in Chicago, Ayana Contreras. Welcome, Ayana. Thank you. I appreciate that extra little role. <laughs> that's, that's NPR, baby. <laughs> we are talking about the best new albums out today, starting with Peter Matthew Bauer and his album Flowers. This song is called Chiota, Arkansas, Manila. Flowers is the latest album from Peter Matthew Bauer of The Walkman. It's his first solo record in about five years. It was partially recorded here in Philly. I love it. It's this grand sweeping record with these big, bright celebratory moments, but then like a little bit of uh, undercurrent of sadness and, and regret throughout the record. Yeah, it's interesting to me how The Walkman split up. They split up a few years back into you know a bunch of solo component parts. But each of them have this kind of consistent through line of that nervy intensity. You can really pick up Walkman DNA in any record that a member of the Walkman puts out. And I think that's pretty cool. There was the one track that even rhythmically had echoes of Bo Diddley in it. One of the songs was actually built around a sample of Bo Diddley's music. So it's like got that hand bone rhythm in it. I appreciated that it just wasn't just straight ahead music, but it was music that sort of wove in a lot of different beautiful flavors. Matthew Bauer, his new album, Flowers, is out today. Let's go next to Beth Orton. Beth Orton's new album is called Weather Alive. This song is Lonely. Whispers 
Thornton as you know if you don't know her voice you know it now um <laughs> it is just such an utterly distinctive kind of portal into her subconscious that's always been true but on this album which is her first in I think six years you really get a deep dive into what's going on in her mind in her heart this is an album that it began to germinate for her when she got an upright piano and put it in her garden and began to form these songs really out of a, a kind of solitude, you know. But what makes it so special is that she then brought this vision to a handful of choice collaborators, extraordinarily sensitive accompanists, like the drummer Tom Skinner, who I know we've talked about in The Smile and in Sons of Kemet, the bassist Shazad Ismaili, who he's done a lot of stuff with Aruj Aftab, as well as Mark Rebo. So these are just great improvising musicians who also know how to get out of the way. And so there's this sense that the whole record just breathes. I also appreciated the use of electronic sounds. It kind of added a little bit of steel to the vertebrae of the softness of the record, which I always appreciate. She said something really interesting in an interview that I wanted to bring to light. She talked about she's always been a big collaborator, right? She's always worked with a lot of other musicians, but the, as, a, as kind of an electropop performer, that meant recording herself, giving the tracks over to somebody else, and having that person take her music in a direction that wasn't necessarily her own artistic voice. And this record feels like an effort to reclaim something. You mentioned those producers that she worked with in the past. You know, these are really serious people, like William Orbit, in a more folksy way, Jim O'Rourke, you know. Mm -hmm. So she worked with really great producers throughout her time as a solo artist. And it's interesting that this is her very first self-produced product because clearly she was taking notes, you know. Like she <laughs> she, she really knows what she's doing in terms of the, the sonic layering here, and it's really wonderful to hear. That's Beth Orton. Her new album is Weather Alive. Next up, let's go to View Farkatore and Krungbin. They've got a new album called Ali. This song is Mahine May.
you know, as the, I guess, resident Chicagoan in this group of people, <laughs> right, I have to say that that particular track is definitely the most traditional bluesy thing that you'll hear. Although, obviously, View is so known for Malian blues, as was Ali Farkatura, his father, and hearing Karingbin do what they do alongside it, I think is a beautiful extension because they were obviously so inspired by Ali's work. I also love the fact that it's so cosmopolitan mm-hmm. in its scope. I, I think View uses at least six languages <laughs> in <laughs> the lyrics. And of course, that underpinning of grooviness is really consistent throughout the whole album. I just am very excited to get a copy on vinyl and just mm. like jam out ASAP. What stood out to me was like the texture. I'm, I'm, I'm real big on, on texture. You have all of these hazy almost like dubbed out wet reverb and delay sounds. And that's that's something that will immediately make my ears prick up. And it was dope to see how Krungbin's sound fused with this tradition of Malian singing and, and guitar playing. It was dope to me and it was like ear candy, especially listening from that textural, heavy perspective. There's something about View Farcatore's music that I feel like at its best, it takes over. It sort of possesses like everyone in the room and you get carried away by it. He actually released a, another album earlier this year called Les Racines that has more of his like pure energy in it. And so, you know, meeting with Kroengbin on this album, it's very much a, a marriage and a melding, but there's something that they bring to the table that is like, the rhythm hangs back a little more. It's a little more in the pocket, whereas his thing feels more on the, the front edge of the beat and also a little more uncontrollable. And so, especially in, in this tribute to his father, which Le Racine is also, in dialogue with his father's legacy. For me personally, that's the one I reach for, but there's no denying that that there is a a vibe on this record that is uniquely itself. View Farcature's new album is called Ali. We've got a few more records that we want to play for New Music Friday, but first, let's take a quick break. This message comes from NPR Music's 2022 lead sponsor, State Farm. For more than a decade, NPR's Alt-Latino has celebrated Latinx arts and culture through music, stories, and conversation. The Alt-Latino team strives to make this show for and by their community, creating a space where music can spark meaningful conversations about culture. Now, after working to reimagine the show for more than a year, Alt-Latino is relaunching with a new look, sound, and a new co-host, Ana Maria Sayer, who joins Alt-Latino founder Felix Contreras. State Farm is proud to support NPR podcasts like Alt Latino, and they believe a good neighbor is the heart of every great community, whether it's lending a hand or just being there to offer support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Stephen Thompson, and we are looking at some of the best new albums out today, September 23rd. Next up is Caroline Shaw and Ataka Quartet. Their new album is Evergreen. This song is Other Song. Find where 
Carolyn Shaw is, she's kind of a, a magician in this <laughs> string quartet tradition. Um, you know, you can, I think you can probably tell a, a bit from that excerpt we played, but there are other tracks on this album where there's no vocal and she's just working with Ataka Quartet and what she creates for them and, and what they execute is nothing short of stunning. It's full of dynamic energy for a string quartet, which, you know, most of us have associations with the old masters, shall we say. <laughs> she really inhabits that language in a way that feels very alive and exciting. The references on this album are fascinating, too. There are several different set pieces, including the title track, The Evergreen, which, and this will sound a little twee, um, <laughs> she composed as a dedication to a single tree that she met in a forest on an island. in very careful dialogue with sort of ideas about the natural world. I think that's really the animating force here. Her relationship with the natural world, it's really interesting to me to see how she translates that to this musical palette. And the musicianship across the board is just really incredible. Even though it wasn't full orchestration, it still had that very expansive feel to it. I wasn't super familiar with her. I mean, I knew that she won a Pulitzer Prize. I enjoyed the album, even though it was not generally what I would choose to pick up and listen to. I was really surprised to see that she hasn't been singing her whole career, that she mm -hmm. fairly recently took up putting her vocals forward in her music. And I, I've just found her voice so gorgeous and expressive. And, and some of that is just through the emotion that she was able to convey. You know, she swoops into some notes in a way that's, you know, more akin to what you'd hear someone do in kind of an indie folk band or something. There's a way in which her voice definitely belongs in this in this sonic setting, but it's also standing maybe just a little bit outside of it in a way that creates a, a really, I think, beguiling tension. It's so great to hear so much emotional expression in this kind of instrumental palette. That's Caroline Shaw and Ataka Quartet. Their new album is called Evergreen. As always, we're going to wrap up this week's show with the lightning round, but first, one more pick. Makaya McRaven has a new album called In These Times. This song is Dream Another.
You know, when I first heard this record, and I heard it some time ago, it really knocked me out. I think that this is the record that he had intended to do all along, but didn't have, you know, the opportunity to do something on this scale. Meaning it's not really a small combo. He's got strings. He's got so many moving parts in this. And it's built around this conception of artists fitting into the picture of what a working person goes through in this world, like artists as working class citizens. It's got this sort of lofty, beautiful, big sound and conception, but it's also super approachable in a way that Micaiah is very good at doing, like creating this work that immediately will catch your ear and your heart and your mind simultaneously. Ayana, you said moving parts. <laughs> That's something that resonates with me when, when thinking about this record. It's a, a 15 member ensemble that was, was put together to produce these recordings as strings and vibraphones, sitars, like all these different colors happening. But also the DJ in me and like the hip hop head in me feels like the funkiness and like the immediacy of a lot of these tunes. funky music with a lot going on, a lot of beautiful arrangements. I've really been enjoying this one for a while too. I think that rhythm part, to your point, is really a crucial element of Makai McRaven productions. Like, not only is he kind of post-production cutting actual recordings into the final cuts of what you hear, but he works so tightly with Junius Paul, who does all of the upright and electric bass work on there. They are a really powerful unit together in keeping that funk alive. Every release that Makai has had since In the Moment has been received rapturously, you know, and I think justly. But this one is special because it has the idea of a master plan, you know, <laughs> like like he's really, really like sat with this and like thought about, okay, well, what is the perfect expression of this musical idea and and however long it takes for me to bring that to fruition using the sort of live footage we have and you know post-production and whatever other tools at my disposal bring in a string quartet sure whatever it takes this is how this is supposed to sound and feel i don't think it takes anything away from his previous incredible records to say that this one has that extra oomph to it joie de vivre chef's kiss <laughs> <laughs> That's Micaiah McRaven. His new album is In These Times. We could not get to every worthwhile album out September 23rd, so let's do a quick lightning round of some of the other big releases out today. Ayana Contreras, give us your pick. So I'm actually super excited about this new record, Hyper Dimensional Expansion Beam by The Comet Is Coming. Love it, love it, love it. I just love this whole vibe. And really, Shabaka, all his projects I follow very closely. Shabaka so. Hutchings? Yes. I'm just saying first names like I know everybody. <laughs> You're just on a first name basis with everybody. All right, John Morrison, give us your pick. 
Lately, I've been rocking with World Tour. It's uh, the latest album from Young RJ of Slum Village. And the record is dope. It's full of well-crafted songs. The production is on point. It's like a buffet of like heavy, soulful hip hop. All right, Nate Chenen, give us your pick. I really don't want this record to disappear or, or slip under the radar. It's called Sparkle Beings by the Angelica Sanchez Trio. Angelica Sanchez is a wonderful pianist, improviser, composer. In this trio, she has Michael Formanek on bass and NEA jazz master and all-around master Billy Hart on drums. It's a very exploratory, very exciting, you know, sort of avant-garde acoustic piano trio record. The track that I would point us to is the opening track. It's a Mary Lou Williams composition titled A Fungus Among Us. All right, there is so much we couldn't get to this week. I want to mention a couple of albums, both with the word animals in the title. The wonderfully unpredictable singer-songwriter Alex G has a new record called God Save the Animals. There's some very good writing about this record on the NPR Music website right now. Also, the fantastic German composer Nils Fromm has a beautiful three-hour collection of ambient music out today called Music for Animals. It's not actually engineered to make your cats happy or anything like that, but it is enormously pleasing. It's like dipping your brain in a warm bath. Let's hear a little bit of a 13-minute track called Seagull Scene. All right, that'll do it for New Music Friday. Ayana Contreras, Nate Chenen, John Morrison, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks so much. Thank you, Stephen. If you want to hear all the music we featured on this week's show, along with a bunch of other great new music out today, we've got expanded playlists in Apple Music and on Spotify. Search for NPR's New Music Friday playlist in either of those apps. Don't forget to bookmark the Now Playing blog at NPR Music. That is packed with song recommendations that'll help you stay caught up on great new music. You'll also want to sign up for NPR Music's weekly newsletter. It's put together by the splendiferous Marissa LaRusso. To subscribe, go to npr.org music newsletter. This week's show has been produced and edited by Bob Boylan and Ron Scalzo from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Stephen Thompson encouraging you to be well, take a break, and treat yourself to lots of great music. <laughs>